Welcome to 2,000 Miles from the Totem Pole Podcast. I am Cat Collins. I'm a singer, songwriter, musician, and also lately I've been um, into uh, balloon animal rescue. Oh, nice. Right? You know, somebody's got to do it. They're so endangered. Right? And I'm here with Zen, my brother. (laughs) And I'm Zen, a... Recontour, flea flicker, prong chonger, and I don't know, make it uh, artist and no, <laughs> nothing else. Are you the Are you the flat foot floozy with the floy floy? I am the no. What was I? I'm the uh, uh, jam. I forget. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> oh, the the shambui. Uh, no, it was a flambusa. 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 There it is. Yeah. Flambusa. For an entire day in St. Thomas. Yes. Yes. I was. I did nothing but sing flambusa. Flambusa. Right. Yeah. Yes. And oh, and man. we tried to. Yeah. We we tried to decipher what a flambusa was. And I remember being at the bar, and you're like, well, I guess I'll just have a, to the bartender, I guess I'll just have a flamboza. <laughs> and he's like, what is that? I know. That was awesome. I loved that, that time. Oh, man. that was, we, where we rented the, the uh, Jeep and drove out to, you know, uh, Stone Bay or whatever it was, and with all the Megan's Bay. No, it wasn't Megan. It was it was like uh. a really off the wall one with a lot of a lot of spiny stuff. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> anyway. Oops. Nope. <laughs> Apparently, apparently the blah blah guy was not paying attention. (laughs) Really? What do we hire him for anyway? I know, right? You know, come on, man. Stop sleeping back there. Yeah, well, he's probably got other duties like sweeping. (laughs) Right, that's true. (laughs) Cleaning up the studio. (laughs) Emptying the trash cans, you know. Right. Yeah, right. so uh, yeah, so I, I honestly I just got into this uh, balloon animal rescue, right? Yeah. And it, it's it's kind of cool, right? Because yeah, is some it a people pressure job. Is, is a <laughs> there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <in this job. laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you know, Tell and me the more. well, the thing is, is you know, you have all these you know st- clowns and street musicians, uh, magicians, street, uh, not yeah. musicians, street magicians, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, that, that, you know, create these little balloon animals and stuff like that. And they, you know, uh, they give it to kids and the kids can't take care of them. Well, you know, what are they going to do? The, the thing is, they walk off with, you know, on their heads and stuff. Yeah. Like that and, yeah. I imagine so. Oh, man. So, yeah. so do you have like a, a area of your yard that you keep them? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got uh, cages all over the place. 
Just because uh, yeah. I got to keep them contained. <laughs> Most of the cages are just, you know, have a ceiling. <laughs> Can do they get along? You know, because you usually see them singular. For, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, the the street musician <laughs> will, <laughs> will will make one. Yeah. And then, yeah. You know, the kid will walk off with one, and then he'll make another. You really don't see them interact a lot. No, no, no. They they kind of wondering. They tend they to. Yeah. No, I mean they 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 uh, they interact. They definitely interact. Sometimes okay. you know you get one that bites another and pop. You know, well. Oh no. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it happens. <laughs> I know. I know. Can you? Can you repair them, or is that pretty much? Oh no, they're end, done. End they're, of that one. Yeah, they're they're done. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> euthanization right there. Pop, yeah, you know. There you oh jeez. Oh jeez, call me pop. I know. Hey, hey, his leg's still good. <laughs> <Let's>... <laughs> you could probably, you could probably repair. One, you know, yeah, tie off. You know, cauterize that uh, area, and then uh, you know, make sort of a Franken poop pop. I mean, uh, <laughs> Franken poop. <laughs> Franken poop. Yeah. You know, you know Franken balloon. Oh. Animal. Yes. With all the with all the pieces left over. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Hey, Zen, how are you? I am well. Awesome. I have been just. I've been getting into volunteering for the Asheville Fringe Festival, which is coming up. Uh, probably our listeners need to know about it, but they're not in Asheville, so <laughs> I don't know. Some might be. You know. Some might be. So, But the Asheville Fringe Festival is, is a festival we have every year here. I was, I was in it last year, uh, but this year I'm just volunteering because there's just so much talent here is it in just Asheville. Fringe? I mean, everything from buto dance uh, to... You know, uh, strange films and people who will, uh, you know, create musical instruments and use them and and plays and and dress up and it's just uh, wow. It's pretty cool. Last yep. so last year, I read my piece um, called "Stroke: The I.O. Victim." Uh, it was a it was a serious piece about. Um, you know what it's like to be on the other end of the stroke of in in unable to gather your words and they're floating all over so it's it kind of a sonic piece a word piece oh why while i wore the um the musical instrument that i invented that that plays music from my brain in other words it uses it uses brain waves to convert to midi and that midi then plays music wow um, that's pretty was, cool while i was dressed in you know a hospital gown and uh looking pretty pretty close to death i guess <laughs> but anyway uh, so yeah, so, so people dress up and i, I assume um, yeah, but but it's but it's each event. So it's like it's like all over Asheville, you know, the, at some of the record shops, some of the theater places, some performance areas, um, everything from puppets to mechanical devices to to you know one man show sort of things like mine was, uh, you know, and just it's uh, or I mean I mean 
you know, projections. Oh, it's just all over the place. Wow, that that sounds really cool, actually. And, yeah, and, and yeah. I, folks, I think he's actually serious. <laughs> I, I, yeah, in, in this in this uh, uh, one, I am. So so yeah. there's there is <clears throat> just uh, it, it's immersive performances, basically. You know, you go in and you just eat, you might even end up being a part of the the play or the the event or in some way wow you know i mean it, but it, cool. it also deals with you know some serious stuff you know uh bipolar and racism and and uh poetry alien dissection you know <laughs> oh okay you know? yeah yeah <laughs> one of my specialties <laughs> right <laughs> yeah this year we've got a yiddish animal songs that we're going to be singing wow i have no idea right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, uh, that's pretty cool yeah yeah it, uh, it's it's fun so so it's happening not this week but next week uh, i think march 20 uh <clears throat> 20 20th through the 25th anyway blah 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 oh shit <laughs> Well, I didn't want to call him the B guy because then he'd hit me up twice. <laughs> oh yeah. So um, apparently he was paying attention that time. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, yeah, you were saying. Uh, no. Nah, uh, so and what have you been up to? I mean, uh, I know you've been, uh, you know. Comp- creating your environment which is really cool yeah uh, so uh right right creating my environment and you know having to work within um different you know envi- i kind of created my environment here to to work with uh acx which is uh, kind of a a book <clears throat> audio book uh um, um platform Right oh, where, neat. yeah, where where y- you as a voice artist, right? Uh-huh. Um, uh, uh, I, I guess you audition to you know uh, to uh, read somebody's book or whatever, and and right. um, these these people they have books out on ACX, and they're like, I need somebody to read my book. You know, it's a neat. seven hour, oh, yeah, it's oh, seven hour right. book or something like that. You do a little. Uh, little audition for it. it. Now, here's the weird thing, right? Okay. You you do an audition for it, and you once once they decide, okay, yes, I want you to be my audiobook reader, right? Uh-huh. But you become more than that. You're actually the audiobook producer too. So, oh. yeah. So uh, you know, w- once you <laughs> produce a or once you got somebody that says you know hey i want you to produce my book then you know then you send them hour by hour or i guess chapter by chapter you know the the audio and and then it gets uh uh you are the producer of it and you produce it and it's up to you as the voice artist to uh to get it through acx and into audible Right. Really. Yeah. That's so it's yeah. Oh. So it's not the it's not the author that does it. It's the you know the guy it's who's the doing the voice the, artist. Yeah, it's the voice guy. Uh, you know. The voice guy. Yeah. The voice guy. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so it's kind of cool, that's, right? 
That is pretty cool. Have you? So you've? I haven't done one yet. No. This, no, no, but you've researched oh, yeah. this pretty thoroughly. It sounds like. In the... Um. Yeah. There's actually a lot of stuff out on YouTube um, that can tell you how you know uh, mm-hmm. um, how to produce uh, what right. you need to produce the the audio book or whatever, right? And, right? and you can use free stuff like uh, like Audacity, right? Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I use Audacity. I love Audacity. And way. funny thing is, is you can actually go out on Audacity and get what's called an ACX check, right? It will check right. your audio and tell you whether it's going to pass their their uh, their levels of control yeah. or whatever. Right, yeah. right, exactly. Wow, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Huh. Also, yeah. Also, I'm on another. Uh, an, uh, uh, another voices site that's for commercials and stuff like that. People will, yeah. will say, "Hey, you know, here's my budget. Uh, I, I I want this commercial." And and it's quite interesting because I'm finding that a lot of the commercial stuff is uh-huh. they're really looking for um, for acting. It's it's not you know you're not just reading something and trying to sell right. it you know you're you, right. they want your acting ability they want you to say hey you know i'm a good guy <laughs> you are whatever right right, right. Yeah. please buy my product buy my product <laughs> that's, that's, that's interesting so yeah. in a way in a way it's it's like being a, a director you're actually putting together i mean they ah, the, yeah. the text of what you, they want you to say sort of or Yep. And yep. and you have to provide the music and the you know sort uh, of the background. Well, not necessarily, right? Okay. You're just there to give them a voice over. However, d- depending on yeah, I mean, if 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 you talk to your client and they say, hey, can you can you provide music? Can you do that? You know, can you do the yeah. background stuff? Um, then. Yeah, you know, you charge more and say, yeah, "Well, absolutely. here I'll put your, yeah, I'll put your commercial together for you." Right? I even uh, got on I even got on uh uh it's a uh, it, it, this is a great little uh, video thing. Uh it, it's called Wondershare. And and what you'll do is you you get their video editor. Uh right. Uh, Wondershare has a um uh an app called Filmora. Right? I have and, Filmora 9. Yeah. Yeah, well now they're up to 12 now, right? Well, so. and here's the thing, Filmora when when it came out, I bought a lifetime license, right? Nice. So Filmora then they upgraded from 9 to Filmora Pro, which right? Really Filmora 10, and yes, they've gone to 12 and the the Filmora uh, you all the users said, "Hey, we bought a lifetime yeah. thing," and so Filmora, after some pressure, was very generous and said, "Yes, you have Pro," and so I do have Pro, except my computer doesn't run Pro, so I oh, still have to gotcha. use Filmora Nine. Right, but right. I've got the <clears throat> I've got the Pro license if I ever if I ever interesting. Ever well, upgrade. you know. It's it's those that? people, yeah. Oh. It's those people that that you know uh, uh, that that buy into that, you know, that say, "Hey, this is a cool product," right. you know. And th- it's those people like you that built that product up. So they absolutely right. should. 
Uh, they did. They, yeah. it just, and that's good. It just yeah. took some some pressure from, you know, some videographers and things like that. Right, right, right. But, man, Filmora, and I got to tell you, is just, well, you probably know. I mean, I do all my, uh, all my YouTubes and everything on Filmora. I mean, it's got... You know transitions and effects and oh absolutely you know, yeah just if, just if, everything yeah and if you go onto my YouTube which is uh, Mr Cat Collins <laughs> oh. Mr Mr Cat Collins right Mr mm-hmm. Cat Collins you, you like all the stuff that we did f- that that we did for the band Mud Cat right? right all that I I put into Filmora and I just loved it I loved editing. Oh. I was so uh, yeah. Isn't it so much fun? Oh, it is. I I could do it for hours. And speaking of that, Terry, uh, your your varied career in music. I I had a couple of questions. You know, I want I, about influences and things like that. I mean, you know, oh, well. you you uh, mostly did. It, correct me if I'm wrong, but you mostly did covers. Yep. Yep. And um but you did them to me. I would listen to your covers and you did them in a in kind of your own style for the most part. I mean, you copied it enough to so that everybody knew what was going on and could groove to it, but but at the same time kept um, my style, yeah. Kept your style. Kept and my so, st- so right. where did that where did that st- Style come from because so that 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 in itself right mm-hmm. came directly from Joe Cocker, who I thought as yeah much. who I, did I, just I, that. Uh, he I, he said, "Hey, you know, I I like this song. This is a great song. I'm going to do it in my way, right?" right. And and he actually uh, just recently ha- had been admitted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's right. right. Yes, I heard about that. Yeah, and for somebody to, because he doesn't create his own stuff, <laughs> for, for somebody to, to to do that, that was kind of unprecedented. So, yeah. So does I, Joe I Co- does Joe Cocker not haven't hasn't written any written any songs? No, I don't think he wrote oh, okay. any of his his own songs. He's got a couple that were actually written by I think the um, Feeling All Right. I think was written by uh, Leon Russell, wasn't it? I, I'm not oh, sure, but okay. it seems maybe yeah. Yeah. It's, it, well, any anyway. So anyway, yeah. so Joe Cocker taking taking that uh, was a big inspiration for taking the the bass song and moving it into your into your own realm into your own yes version yes. So, of it. Right. Trying not to be exactly like that. You know, even though I am a mimicker. Yeah, right, so yeah, I yeah. You know, like uh, many times I, you know, I'm trying to mimic the song and I'm going, stop doing that, stop doing that. <laughs> but yeah, still, so yeah. that's interesting because because in in one sense, you know, there's there's two kinds of people sort of out in the audience: those that want to hear it exactly. Yes, I mean, and those that want to want to groove to the music and and get into you know a new a new mold. It, it reminds me that uh, uh, of a James Taylor lyric who says, you know, fortune and fame, such a curious game. Uh, perfect strangers call you by name, ask you to sing fire and rain again and again and, and again. again. <laughs> oh, God. You know? And so, yeah. so in a way, 
you know, I, I see many artists struggle with, I just want to hear the record. How yeah, I right. Well, then go home and go home and listen record. to the fucking record. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Exactly. And I am going to bring it into a more modern or or interpretive way. Right, right. And I, yeah, you did that. I loved being in a band because it's not just me interpreting; it's everybody else interpreting, and it changes the interpretation of right. a song. Right. Yeah. And, and and that was just fantastic because, you know, you, together you'd say, you know, oh, wow, we totally grooved that a whole different way. You know, what what happened? Yeah. Right. I'm um, going going back to your your. Uh, uh, what what you had said about two different types of audience. Right. right. Um, right. You are absolutely right, because I once went to a um, uh, a karaoke. Right. And I mean, I like to go to karaoke because it would keep my voice, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Keep fresh. Using your voice. And yeah. right. right. Uh, and, and at the time I was trying to like, uh, uh, you know, just just make my voice better or whatever. Right. And and so I go out. But, you know, there I am. I'm like here. I, I'm filling out my, you know, karaoke receipt things, you know. And, <laughs> right. and one of the things was is I wanted to do. I was I was kind of I was feeling in a very funny mood, right? Uh-huh. So what I wanted to do was sing "Crazy," right? right. The the song "Crazy," but yeah. I was going to sing it in uh, Elmer Fudd's voice, <laughs> right? Crazy, okay. yeah. yeah. And it was so, and, <laughs> and so that's what I did. I'm like right up in the microphone. I'm like "Crazy," <laughs> "Crazy <laughs> for feeling so one way," <laughs> you know, and it was. It was great, except for, oh, my God, there were, like, three people who were like, you're ruining the song! <laughs> right. And right. I'm like, wait, you know. And that, that's interesting, because, because you know, they see the, the essence of, they don't follow the essence of the song, they follow the, the, the exact sound. You know, I get, yeah. Hear. Right. That, yeah. So huh. what you said was like there's there's these two different types and you're absolutely right. There's there's oh you're botching that or you know or there's an interesting interpretation, right? Yeah, now, that's I now like wasn't take. isn't jazz all interpretation? Well, y- yes, you know, it depends on your definition of jazz, but but um I forget the uh, jazz artist that basically said when you record jazz, it's like old news. It can't be, you can record it, but it is so zen-like, so momentary in the moment that that to record it is to sort of harden it. You know what oh. I mean? You know, jazz is this spontaneous movement. It needs to be alive. It needs to be alive, and it needs to be heard live. Wow. To be, to be jazz. You record jazz, and suddenly it's, you know, suddenly somebody in the audience says, well, I want to hear that lick you did the other time. Uh, no, what? that's not what jazz is about. It's about right, right. interpreting in the moment. That's yeah. what I like about, that's what I love about blues, too. Yeah. You know, it, it's so easy to, and then this is what I did constantly was go out to like open mics and say, hey, you know, hey guys, we're gonna, just going to do some blues, 
right? And it, right. the reason I do that is because, you know, it, it, here's what it's, it's going to be a one, four, five, or it's going to be, you know, uh, one, four, one, one, five, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I can exactly. tell them, right? Different. Yeah. Just different. The different blues. Right. Uh, right. Scenarios. And mind you, there's times when I'm playing it that I'll switch and, People better keep up with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh shit, where are we now? I think we're in F minor. Oh, right. Uh uh-uh. uh. Where did he land? Uh-uh. Where did he go? Uh-uh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so okay. So so now blues influences because because you sort of modeled yourself in a way of that blind lemon Jefferson that that you know just guy tapping his foot playing the. You know, being the lick and the, the sound. <laughs> yeah. and I, the bought, blues. I bought a one foot, a one leg over my shoulder, uh, another leg over my shoulder. I go. <laughs> <laughs> she always loved me for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, blind Melon Chipman. Um, so well, so yeah, you were my first blues influence, right? Well, not yeah. I mean, but that that was only a small part. That was just a technical. Oh, but you know, I took I took aspect. off with it. Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely did, and and that's more what I'm interested in. You know, um, because we we did influence each other. I remember. Yeah. Um, I remember you had a uh, a song that you had had put in a contest about something. Oh, I remember. I remember. It was the CB song. No, no, it was it was actually for uh, the Redskins, right? And we're gonna win. Yeah, we gonna win. We gonna win, right? And I was using your, you know, you had showed me how to use a doll, uh, a digital workstation, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and and, you know, you had a, a, I think it was a. Uh, D nine, I think it was. Uh, um, uh, Roland, yeah, had, is that Roland? Yeah, it was a Roland. I don't know if it was a D nine, but yeah. Right, right, right. But uh, had it all hooked up, and I'm like, oh man, this is great. I mean, I could do that for hours, like just create stuff. Yeah, oh, and right. I we going to win, we going to win because uh, what was it? Tom, uh, Tom Simon kept making fun of me because I I had this, I had this uh, uh, um, th- this pedal right as a chorus pedal. Right. So right. everything was ow, ow, ow because of the way. Yeah. Because of the way it, it sounded. So I was like, ow, ow. And in fact, the, the 2000 miles from the totem pole was based off of that, you know, no that, kidding. Uh, yeah, that 2000 miles from ah, uh, ow, ow. <laughs> well, it's interesting that you mentioned Tom Simon because Tom was one of one of, I think, three people in my life who stopped music and said, listen to this. Listen to this little aspect of See, you know, I mean, being a, being a musician, you can play your stuff, you know, you could be in a band, and being in a band is completely different from playing solo. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, a, it's a weird world. but It's a but different dynamic. It's a totally different. Yeah. Now, along those lines... Before I get back to Tom Simon, um, were you the leader of the band, or you were expected to say, or was it an, a democratic band? 
Well, I mean, for the most bands, yeah. for the most part. Now, back in Northern Virginia, I joined plenty of bands where I was not right. the the leader or whatever. Um, and then, and then just before I moved up here to Philadelphia, along come Juan Mo Time, right? Uh-huh. Juan Mo Time was and we did some really cool stuff. Um, right. The guitarist in Juan Mo Time. Uh, John, John West. What? Well, um, like he's musically he was brilliant, right? Right. But socially, a moron, right? Right. Right. So, no like social I, skills whatsoever. He, no yeah, social yeah. skills whatsoever. And and latched on to me like, you know, like I I don't like I I can't even explain. Right. He was like, he he uh, he got jealous of Michelle because she was out coming out with me and listening to what? yeah i know he was really fucking weird but anyway um but we played a lot of really great tunes you know average white band oh, yeah, uh, yeah. you know we were we were doing some uh uh like come together was like one of our fantastic you know you know yeah and and it was just him and I from another band, right? We just decided to pull together, and, and you know, and we got uh, we got a, a bass player and a drummer from some church thing. <laughs> I don't know. They were they were both in in church bands, and they just wanted to be in a rock and roll band, and and they were great. They were great. And so and so at that point, you and and he were like the the, the leaders, right? The I guess. the. Lennon McCartney and you just you need to or or Steely Dan you know yeah yeah to draw in those people that were going to accentuate or could listen to you know I need yes. you to do a thumpy thump bass or you know whatever, right give me that, that right uh, Bootsy Collins sound or you know whatever yeah baby <laughs> no absolutely you know, abs- absolutely uh the the problem is is that john this is you'll love this right john john had to sing everything like oh, eventually the singer well yeah eventually okay. you know eventually he started letting me sing a, a few songs right but but he literally had to sing everything but he his voice was was literally all elvis you know, like every oh, that's all right, mama. That that's great, right? But he's doing the exact same voice when he's singing "Smoke on the Water." Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, oh, it doesn't no. work. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so like you said before, you know, in a way, you are a vocal chameleon. You know, you're an imitator. You're yes. A, you hear a sound, and you know, either want to imitate it or accentuate it to the point where it's ridiculous. <laughs> right. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, the yeah. Elmer Fudd singing or whatever. And um, so you didn't get a chance to 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 sing? Well, so eventually, yeah. So, to. so yeah. eventually, I, I, you know, I picked up a couple of different tunes. Like Come Together was one that I sang, right? Right. Um. Uh, and and can't you see, right? Uh, Marshall oh, yeah. Tucker band, right? Yeah, can't yeah. you see? Be- because I had that twang and that you know that whatever. And right. every time I sang, right, we'd break for a set, right, and people would come right. up to me and go, "Why aren't you the one singing?" 
he he sounds terrible, and he didn't sound terrible. He just sounded like no, Elvis no. every time he, he sang. He only had one vocal, right? Right. You know, range, <laughs> range, sound. and that was Elvis. I'm gonna pull you back like a wrong rubber band. <laughs> a lemonade. <laughs> But then, uh, mayonnaise. (laughs) You know, that's a redneck word, by the way. Mayonnaise? Yeah, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise Mayonnaise. some big titties. (laughs) (laughs) Mayonnaise some big titties. Yeah. (laughs) Mayonnaise a biggin' right there. And you pull out a big ball and it'll really bounce back in here. Oh, and I pull another but a shin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't know why I was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> Those redneck oh, words. Funny. That's funny because I was thinking of, and this is just yesterday, that I was thinking that I wanted to start a restaurant that was called Mayo. I mean, Mayo. And it's all about mayonnaise. You know, mayonnaise. You know, you using mayonnaise food is good. Mayonnaise a great sandwich. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love it. I love well, that's it. weird. Yeah, because I was. Uh, where was I? I was up. Uh, I was at. I was sitting outside of, waiting for my food. Probably sitting outside of. Uh, um, uh, Olive Garden, I think it was. <laughs> right. Mayonnaise came to mind, and and also Mama Nims. Oh yeah, yeah. Hell, yeah. Mama Nims up at the store. <laughs> yeah, you going over to Mama Nims? Mama yeah. Nims, yeah. Yeah. And, we, yeah. We, How do we get Collins off on that subject? I do that. Yeah. <laughs> Mama Nim. But you've had you've had your run-ins with bands. I mean, yeah, but see, you know, being the keyboard guy. Keyboard guy. Ah, uh, keyboard guy. <laughs> you know, he's it's just sort of a you know. I would join, I did the same thing. In Northern Virginia, I joined bands, you know, to play. I mean, I did, We. I was part of Farm Dogs, you know, which was all sort of country songs. Right, uh, right. Uh, a heavy metal band uh, with a guy by the name of Harley Davidson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I know Harley. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I do. Well, yeah, uh, I'm, Johnny's I'm mother's, sure. Johnny's mother knew knew him. yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, and he's a nice, he's a fine guy. I mean, but he wants he wants to play Voodoo Child all the time. You know, I mean, it's like argh. I know it's just like the but, same things over and over, right? And but at the same time, you know, what I did learn about my musical self is that I am very creative, but I'm very creative. No, no, play the thing that you did last time. I don't know. I was just being very creative. Right, I don't right. even know what I was playing. Was it this? No, it was nothing like that. You know, I had a beatbox. It worked. It worked it great. Worked. All right. <laughs> it's okay. we were trying to figure this out earlier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was cool. It I worked. Well, you, you know, know the the thing we have to do is figure out whose timing is is what we're going to go off of, right? You know, I don't know. Well, well, we both have a musical ear, so if one of us and I and I kind of did this that time was to, you know, is is to bring it to a kind of a drum close 
you know, where where you, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I, I just like how it worked. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, me too, man. That was no, great. That was cool. Uh, yeah, okay. So in a band, have yeah. you ever been ready to quit the song and they're still playing and, you know, it's like nobody knows how to really end Oh, it. my God, so many times. <laughs> yes, especially with blues, right? It's like oh, because yeah, that's true. Right, because you're like, okay, we're shutting it down. And you're looking at everybody and you're going, you know, we're, we're shutting this down, right? Right? We're shutting mm-hmm. this down. And yeah. literally, it's like they roll it out to that last moment. And then somebody hits the next fucking note. And you're like, <laughs> everybody else just joins right back in. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the, the dynamics that I like in watching live bands. Yeah. Is, especially ones that aren't. You know, like open mic and stuff like that, that that are like that, rather than you know, very well practiced bands. You know, very very clean and. and well, that's what I liked you know, about like, the open mic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But but is to watch the looks of each other, and and you can tell sort of who is the leader by who they're looking at to see where sh- are we going to end this? Should we do a chord change? You know. And right. It's almost like, you know, the adoration of the lead singer or lead right, guitarist right. or whatever. It's like, look, you know, raise an eyebrow. Hey, that's a question. That's a, asking, should, right. Should we should we end this? And the guy doesn't seem to be paying attention. So that's a no. Right, right, right. <laughs> I, I think uh, like one of my one of my one of my favorite players up here Uh I, I'm going to call him Oscar Schnertz. He knows who he is. Okay. <laughs> He's the same guy who, you know, just couldn't get into room. Room. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah, room. Why? Yeah. Oscar Schnertz, good friend of mine, love him to death. He, uh, he used to laugh at me constantly because I was not so good at shutting down like a... <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and you know things would just go on and and uh, i think him and i loved playing together because it was all about interpretation and right you know and, and we weren't that serious i mean we're serious about our music but we weren't mm-hmm. you know like so serious that you know that uh, it couldn't oh, go on a little bit right yeah. oh, okay so that one lasted five minutes we probably shouldn't have done that <laughs> right right that happens you know it does happen, and and that's a that it's it's the same in any art to me. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you you have a painter, or let's say an abstract painter who gets all the forms, the shapes, and the colors. It looks right, and then but I just it needs I got to keep working on it, or whatever, you know. Um, I I have a uh, an artist friend who who starts in acrylics. And then finishes in oils because it requires drying. In other words, he's mandatorily forcing himself to set, to to not add to the painting, so that it can dry and the colors, you know, gather some some kind of patina, you know, start to look really good or you know, color, colors come out. But but it's the act of drying that forces him to 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 stop and just be with the painting you know interesting it's the same thing. right it's the same thing with music you know because you know, jam bands are just tedious let's face yeah it. yeah you know i mean it's great to be a musician at a jam band because 
yeah, it's so much fun. It's right, right. You know, right. But as a listener, (laughs) as a listener, well, and that's the thing. How you know? How do you, as as a player, judge your audience? You know, they stopped dancing or they left the theater. (laughs) Right, right. What what is it that, you know? that allows you to be the objective listener to your music you were creating as you create it. Uh, Yeah. Interesting. That's a tough. Yeah. So when I, when I came up here to Philadelphia, right. And started, started my playing. Um, I, I kind of left the keyboard, right. And, and went Uh to guitar. And so I would go out and I would play the guitar and I'd play all blues. Right. Because, you know, that's kind of all I knew on guitar. Um, and, uh, uh, it literally was a couple of years before anybody realized that I played keyboard, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And, and they're like, they're like, what are you doing? You should be on a key. You play so much better on the keyboard (laughs) than you do on guitar. But, but my, what I was doing was then creating the bands and I was the leader and I kept that as... Uh, I, 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 every time I did it wrong, I, I, I'm like, I'm going to make this a democratic band. You, you had asked this before. Right. Right. And, and it, it, we're, what we'll do is we'll say, well, I mean, these are the songs I want, right? I'm saying right. now, these are the songs okay. I want. A lot of them are dance tunes, right? They're old bluesy, but they're dance tunes. People are right. going to dance on the dance floor. I don't want people just sitting there going, Oh, when's this song gonna be over? Right, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, so I, I would do a lot of you know Grover Washington or uh, you know just just some of the some of the really old R and B stuff, right? That would get people up and and moving. Yeah. Right. And then absolutely as as we're you know practicing or whatever, somebody throws out a a song. Hey, I want to do this. You know. Oh, you know. Okay, that and sounds you good. You want to be democratic? Yeah. So you sounds good. So we try it out. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't right. work, but they like it. So, <laughs> uh, uh, well, you know what I mean. It doesn't work yeah. with the audience, but they. But I mean, I did that too sometimes. Like, like uh, I had uh, uh, one of the songs I fell in love with playing. <laughs> You'll love this, "Green Eyed Lady." Oh yeah, yeah. Not an easy song to do. Bum bum no. bum 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 bum. You know, not an easy song to do, and but I loved it. Uh, and also, um, uh, um, did you, what, okay, you loved that it was complex, or huh? you loved the complexity of the song? Oh, yeah, the, the yeah, lyrics, absolutely, absolutely, it, or, yeah. absolutely. The complexity of the song itself, uh, and, and just being able to get the band together and, and be able to, to play it, to, to yeah. create it. Another one was uh, Low Spark of High Heel Boys. I loved doing that song. Right. I don't know that song. Uh, if you see it, it, it's a, it's an old Steve uh, Winwood uh, okay. tune. Oh, 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 uh-huh. and wait, there was there was another one too. Uh, a Super Tramp song that I always loved to do was. I have to think of it. I have to think of it. Long Long Way Home. You take the long oh, okay. way home. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was not also not an easy song to do, but you know, but but I, I loved doing it, you know. Now, but you, but a lot of times love... the audience didn't, you know. Oh, yeah. Huh. 
So I, I, yeah, I mean, as much as I was, you know, the leader of the band, I was just as bad at saying, you know, hey, I like this song. Look, we're going to do this one, you know. So it, because it didn't fit the genre or the the fact that it wasn't a dance tune to get people up and moving? Yeah, I, I think that happened a lot. You're at a yeah. bar, you know, people want to get up and they, right. they want to hear, and I hated this too, they, they want to hear Sweet Home Alabama and they want to hear... Sweet Caroline, blah blah blah. You know, well, what the yeah, fuck? You know, come on. The thing is, is you can do those songs in a different way, and now nobody likes it. Uh, right, that's so true. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> Quasi, <laughs> Quasi fulfill went so one way. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of hey. a strange. Uh, uh. What what song then? Um, did did that never made it off the ground? In other words, it was either too complex, or you couldn't get the band people to do it right, or you didn't have the technical chops to do it, or you know, give me a song that that uh, you really really wanted to do but couldn't and didn't probably. Well, I'll tell you, there's there's one song that that. I always did perfectly right. <laughs> oh, nobody else, saying. nobody else could follow properly, okay. right? And that was, and it's a great dance tune. Everybody loves it. As soon as you start playing it, everybody gets up and starts dancing, and it's right. Mustang Sally, okay. right? And Mustang Sally is literally a twelve-bar blues doubled. So it's like a 24-bar blues. Oh, it seems like yes, it, right? But it yes. is 12-bar, but it, it's you just... Have to, you have to do it that way or it Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Right, and, and what would happen is your band members would, would you know, be in that 12-bar, right, and jump way too soon to the next, uh, oh, to the four right, or whatever, right? Right, right. Uh, or, and, and worse, the ending, right, uh, there's always a, there's typically a turnaround on a on a blues tune, right? Mm-hmm. But with uh, uh, Mustang Sally, there actually isn't. There's no resolve, oh, right? Oh, okay. yeah. I, I, that's just the way it was written, you know. But anyway, and, yeah. And but, the way people want to hear it. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> they just want to <laughs> dance to it. I don't, they don't care. Well, that's, how about you? That's what? True. Well, see, I never did dance type stuff for me i'm always you know focused on on uh kind of poetry uh, you know well you go out and do a lot of elton john stuff right so so for elton john stuff you know i mean people want to hear a lot of you know oh you know uh play uh, uh oh i don't know the uh, Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, or something. Or... Yeah, or well, that one's kind of complex and cool too. But Leave On, Leave oh on, yeah, Leave you On. You know, it's just this great poetic. Tune. Oh, it really? Yes. Yeah. And um, you know those sort of things. Even even um, even what's his name? The boss. Uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen. Springsteen's. Springsteen's um, Lost in the flood. Oh, 
Oh, oh, that is so good. At night I wake up with a sheet soaking wet and a freight train running through the middle of my head. Oh. No, that's not the song. <laughs> that's, that's not the song, but that, but it, but, or, or, you know, one's the, the He's very poetic. Just, I, I love yes. a lot of this shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, or Paul Simon's, you know. He's it's awesome. a turnaround yeah. jump shot. It's everybody jump starts. It's every generation throws a hero off the pop charts. Medicine is magic, and the magical is art with the boy in the bubble and the baby with the baboon heart. <laughs> I got but, did it. There was a, there was a, uh, when I was uh, hanging out with Leslie, there was a song that she really loved, right? Uh-huh. And, and the, uh, Stay a While was the song. Stay a while. And I yeah. forget who did it, um, but it was it was one of the new girls at the time. Um, but one of the lines was, uh, I think it was Edie Burkell, I think. Yes. One of the lines was, loosen your laces, let your souls be free. <laughs> right? right? Well, and I'm like, man... Who comes up with that shit? Well, it turns out Paul Simon came up with that shit. <laughs> oh, no kidding. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. Some influences. Um, yeah. We're... Some in- so, so, yeah, this is, this is fascinating to me, and maybe, you know, not so much to, the, to our audience, but, but to understand, you know, the mechanic. You know, why do you play? Yeah. Is it to be is it to be famous now? No. To have no. sort of fun while while sharing but but also showing off your technical chops. Yeah. Know, some skill. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I, I was never I, I'm terrible at the whole singing thing. So I you know, I I need someone to be the singer right. to my to my playing. Right. I mean, you you have a decent enough voice that you well, could sing. Well, that's the know. weird thing, right? I was a terrible singer, right? And then right. I kind of had to yeah, I not had to, but but I wanted to, right? And so I, right. I you worked at I it. I learned I worked at it, yeah. yeah. And it it didn't just come naturally, you know. Um right. but yeah, with one mo time, that's that's what I did, right? And so Right. Um and, and you know, and then I came up here to Philly and started playing blues with a bunch of a uh, whole bunch of different musicians, great musicians, by the way, yeah. out at open mics. You know, and I'm like, right. why are you guys? Why aren't you guys like, you know, doing stuff? <laughs> well, so, did you same open try, mics every day. Try to start bands with them. Or? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, oh I yeah. pulled them all the time and said, okay, let's 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 do this. We're we're making this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and the first time was Mudcat. The second time was uh, uh, Mudcat revived, <laughs> and the third time was Mudcat again. <laughs> it's well, I honestly, I just kept doing it. And Oscar Schnertz knows this, right? Because every time I get everybody together to do another Mudcat, he's like, "Are we doing Mudcat again?" <laughs> which, which, by the way, uh, musically, Oscar has a question for you um uh and it's on uh it's it's musical thing on electronics um however i'll have to ask you in the next one because he was supposed to send me pictures uh of what it is he's trying to accomplish i think he's got some uh I, i think he's trying to go from 
uh, output of maybe maybe a six pin to input or output of maybe a nine pin din big you know that big fat thing yeah, to yeah. a six pin din or something I don't know right so I don't know he has to send me pictures oh. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but um we've kind of run out of time here <laughs> we, wow we did we did so without commercials and so you probably should get uh, yeah. at least one of our sponsors absolutely and and so yeah. we will be right back after a word from okay. our sponsor if i can find him oh <laughs> start your day in a happier way chocolate frosted cannabombs the new cereal that's cannabis-infused so that your child can grow up in a happy environment. Chocolate-frosted Cannabombs is enriched with vitamin A, vitamin D, and vitamin marijuana, all the vitamins your growing child needs. And it's delicious. Dude, these are delicious. I can't stop eating these. And it's family doggo approved. <laughs> <laughs> Get your box of chocolate frosted can of bombs today. Don't, Don't forget, forget to ask your moms for chocolate frosted can of bombs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, see, that's a product I can get behind. <laughs> All right, me too. You know, I mean, me too. These, these strange things of, you know, ranches where you get, you know, you get to <laughs> do drugs and and some guy named sparrow keeps trying to play the guitar and, you know, like, oh, shut up. and uh, i love the fact that it's all inclusive well uh, except for women of course <laughs> women, of course yeah. it's all inclusive oh uh, yeah yeah oh uh, yeah. Anyway. yeah all right so yeah let's let's uh let's let's get to the news okay that sounds great <laughs> And in the news today, a live body was pulled from the lake just outside of town last night. The young woman was taken to the hospital for observation. I spoke with the sheriff earlier, and here is what he had to say. Uh, yeah, I, I was out there on the lake. I was fishing, and uh, and I seen this, this uh, person splashing around. And uh, I, I went uh, over to that person, uh, rode my boat over there, and uh, dragged her out right uh of the lake and uh she was none too happy about that that's for sure she kept telling me she was just swimming and uh i mean come on there's pools around here yeah she'd be sweet she'd be swimming in a pool right so i pulled her out and, and took her to the hospital uh she's still mad at me <laughs> i <have to> <laughs> myself because I was laughing through the whole thing, especially because they pulled a live body out of the water. Well, right. that's, that's called a person. But right. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, we, we dredged the lake and a live body came out. I mean, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's exactly why I had to write it. Because you never hear them say, oh, we pulled a live body out of the lake today. If they said body, we'd assume it's dead. <laughs> or, right. Oh boy, that that that's the best news so far. <laughs> I mean, it's all they're all good, but that was they're all good. That's uh, that was a good that was a good one. That was a good one. And well, um, that kind of takes us to uh, 
Solamente tres palabras. Solamente tres palabras. Shall we? Okay. <laughs> I, I guess it's time. Okay. <laughs> we I'm haven't start. done this in so long. I know. Um, Professor Cream Cheese thought his sandwich didn't have enough. Wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to count. Ketchup, period. No comma. <laughs> <laughs> so he <coughs> went into the kitchen where their refrigerator had been (laughs) (laughs) removed. (laughs) (laughs) Period. I don't even know where we are. Okay, Uh, okay, we we got to (laughs) where the refrigerator had been removed, period. period. Okay. (laughs) The professor... And his wife... Decided... To order... From... Uber Eats, period. (laughs) 30 minutes later, nobody came by, period. (laughs) 45 minutes. (laughs) The professor's mother Decided they should. Wait, wait, I don't, does, does she live there? I guess. <laughs> okay. The professor's mother decided. What did I say? Oh, professor's mother decided that they. <laughs> Should make their own hot dogs. Period. (laughs) (laughs) And then he (laughs) dick pop out. (laughs) (laughs) 